0: Hello, I'm Jacqueline Hellyer and welcome to the Tantric Lounge where we talk sex, science and spirituality. And as ever, I have my wonderful co-host, Xavier Watercane, with me.
1: Yes, and good morning. Well, it's morning, our time, evening, yes. some other people's times in other people's parts Night, of the world.
0: time for others.
1: Who knows where, yes. what time people are in, but wherever you are, you know <laughs> that you're always in the present right now. That's true. Let's all get mindful and be right here, right now. And, of course, we're on the Empowerment Channel. Are you feeling empowered?
0: Oh, extremely. Extremely. That's cool. what I'm here, to share that empowerment.
1: Great. So, what's the latest on planet, Janet
0: Well, yes, exciting news. I am recording, well, kind of recording. I'm adapting my men's workshop, Black Belt in the Bedroom, to be an online program.
1: Well fitting that today's show is about tantric development for men.
0: Well, yes, because that's part of the program. So generally the workshop itself is a live event uh, which goes over four hours. So what we're going to do in the online program is each week there are going to be three videos plus some support material. The first week is all about being a man, being the kind of man that can bring out the best in a woman. Well, that's very nice. What's in it for a man? To do that. If he brings out the best in a woman, then he will be a very happy man indeed.
1: Because, as we know, men are programmed biologically to Mm. get turned on the most when the woman is turned on the most. Yes. At least heterosexual men.
0: Yes. Yes. And for homosexual men, it's to have their partner turned on as much as possible. Either way, the
1: the male psychology, sexual Mm. psychology seems Mm. to be that whoever, whatever the partner might be, the more turned on that partner is, the more turned on they are. Yes. Indeed. You think that men feel more empowered when they're in that position? They feel that they've done something?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, so many men tell me that when their partner's having a wonderful time, they just feel like such a man, you know, and it gives them confidence and they feel they can go out and face the world and conquer anything. These are quotes that I've heard from many, many men.
1: And so it's in a man's best interest to Mm. find as many possible techniques, tools, Mm. ways of empowerment to achieve that blissful state of feeling that masculine empowerment. Yeah, absolutely. I- including, for example, our wonderful pro- uh, sponsors, Lelo's Products. It's mm. L-E-L-O. Yes, 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 we
0: must thank our wonderful sponsors for
1: enabling this show to be possible. We should, th- we should actually think about Lelo as the thinking person's sex aid people. Yes, because they do do beautiful things, and we'll talk more about their, our objet du semen later on, <laughs> which is a rather great one and very applicable to men. Yes, yes, it's a men's product. It's a men's product. So mm. more about that later. In the meantime, if you while you are listening, if you want to zip over to the Lelo website, that's l e l o dot Feel free to do so.
0: Yes. Yes, so let me tell you more about the the program, if I may. Sure. The online program, because I'm sure many of the listeners are not local and so aren't able to come and attend my live event.
1: No, they're more likely to be global.
0: More likely to be global, yes, and I'm not in a position at the moment to travel around the world running my program. Being the mother of small children, as Being the mother of children, yes. They're getting bigger, but yes. still. But not
1: fast enough.
0: Grow up, (laughs) grow up. (laughs) No, I don't want them to grow up. One's already grown up and he's... Which is quite lovely too. But anyway, um, so yeah. So this means that anyone listening, well, any man listening, but even for the women who they might even like to get a little bit of information. Because in fact, it's interesting how many women ask me if they can come along to the men's one and just kind of sit and be a fly on the wall.
1: Do you let them?
0: Well, no, I don't.
1: So this it's... is the, so this is the, the so the <laughs> online program is another way that the women can sort of be a fly on the wall. Yes. I mean just because it's an online program for men doesn't mean that it's exclusive to men. It could be a very educative program for women as well. Yes. to help them understand the men in their lives. It could be indeed. And actually I thought about this just now it could be mm. also make a great gift. It would make a lovely gift. You don't the men out there don't have to buy it for themselves. The women listening might want to buy it for their men and just say, mm. "Here darling, here's a rather unusual gift, but hey."
0: Yes. And I certainly hope that the men who receive such a gift, and I'm sure that the men who are wise enough to be tuned into this program, would take that as a compliment and not as an insult.
1: And the women who are wise enough to be tuned into this program would Mm. probably be wise enough to have men in their lives who would be wise enough to be able to understand the spirit in which such a gift is given.
0: Indeed. And if on either side that wisdom wasn't quite there, then hopefully there would be the wisdom to realise what was going on. Yes. Because the sort of man, I believe, who was not able to take such a gift as a positive thing is really down low at the white belt levels.
1: Of the black belt He's not hierarchy.
0: near. He's, he's nowhere, nowhere near. near black belt. He's nowhere near black belt. Because, in fact, you know, I was thinking about this. Today's topic is about um, developing tantrically for men. Yes. Which is actually the fourth week of the program. First week is being a man. Second week is understanding woman. Third week is making love to a woman. And fourth week is developing tantrically. And one of the key things about whether a man can develop in this way is how much ego he's still holding on to.
1: And this is regardless of whether he's the CEO of a major corporation Mm. or whether he is flipping burgers in McDonald's. Yes, not that there's anything wrong with either of those two. I'm just simply pointing out that they're two rather extreme levels of responsibility or Yeah, yes. Whatever.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, certainly, I mean, I get all sorts of guys coming along to see me privately and in events, and where they are in terms of their tantric development or tantric potential, which aligns with their own personal growth and awareness and their spiritual development, has got absolutely nothing to do, as I say, over and over again with what they're doing. It's how they're being.
1: Right. So you would say that what most men who come to you have in common is not necessarily their socio-economic cultural Mm. backgrounds, Mm. but their commonality Mm. is a willingness to explore and mm-hmm. to fulfil the potential and using Tantra and all of the other techniques in your arsenal mm. to manifest that.
0: Yes, yes. And occasionally I get men come along who realise fairly quickly that they don't have this.
1: Have what, the potential or yes. the, the willingness?
0: Well, the, the, they haven't developed to a certain level already.
1: What's to be done for them?
0: Um, well, I suppose I could go back to, you know, yellow belt level and so forth, but that's not really what I'm particularly interested in.
1: So you'd refer on?
0: Well, yeah, generally it's pretty clear that there's not a good match.
1: Mm. So what do you do? They don't come back. Oh. But where do they <laughs> go instead? I don't know. I don't the, know. The reason I ask is because, because women are going to encounter this. I mean, there are a lot of single women out mm. there and I think that it may be that uh, probably if they're listening to this program, probably quite well along the path themselves. Mm. This is actually quite a good filter for them. The, the more energetically you wear about, of yourself, you're more energetically aware you are of other people. Yes. Therefore, the more likely you're going to flip through people that, and make an assessment very quickly whether mm. or not mm. they're Your level in your space in the general ballpark of wherever you might be.
0: Yes, yes. So just as if a man comes to see me, you know, professionally, and there's an energetic mismatch, yeah, they can't meet what I need
1: to give them what they need.
0: Yes, then it needs to go somewhere else. Yeah.
1: And the and good thing is that it's a big wide world and there are plenty of options out there. For oh,
0: absolutely, people. absolutely. Um, but it is the same thing, to follow up on the point you were making just before, that when a woman is looking for a man of, you know, who's worthy of her, <laughs> um, she'll meet probably some who aren't and it's a matter of being discerning and either assessing whether she can help him become the man who is worthy of her Sort of
1: whether he's he's capable of an upgrade and she's got what it takes to help him along the upgrade path.
0: Yes, yeah, and that's what you're looking for. And certainly when I'm, you know, when I say the kind of guys who come and see me, um, a lot of them aren't necessarily all that, you know, well-developed, but they want to be (laughs) and they're willing to do the work.
1: And the willingness to do the work and the wanting to be is that. Yes. You can work with that. That's where you can start.
0: Yeah, Um, and a lot of that is really ego-based, and the kind of person, look, I'm not, women are like this too. I'm not sort of saying men are only like this, but because we're focusing on men, I'm talking about men today. So the kind of man that takes that as a sort of an insult or a put down and is not willing to have, you know, the areas of development pointed out to him, if he takes that as an insult, such as if his dear partner buys him my program, well, it's, you know, really he's got to do a bit of work on getting rid of that ego, And it may take some time before
1: he even realises that that's necessary. Okay. So let's assume that a man, for whatever reason, doesn't have that much vested interest in seeming to be already perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would a man be interested in Tantra? What are its benefits? How do you sell it? How do the women out there sell it to their men? Or how do even the men sell it to themselves?
0: Well, Yeah, exactly. Because Tantra is such a, a beautiful way of, of growing as a person and growing spiritually because it looks at what we're doing in the everyday. Every moment can become um, a, a vehicle towards greater self-awareness and growth. It's not that we have to compartmentalise life and we have sex over there and we have spirituality over there and we have work over there and we have, you know, domestic life over there. It all flows into one
1: and you can bring it all into one. So the sort of man that needs to get it, to sell that to himself has to mm. be willing to give up on his idea that he's already as great as he's ever going to be. Yes. So all he has to do is give up that one idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, but mm. I'm just saying that if you wanted to reduce <laughs> yeah, it to one simple. A simple sentence, okay, just accept that as great as you are, as totally awesome as you <laughs> might be, as like we're all worshipping the very ground you work walk on yeah. and we want to throw mm. rose petals in your path mm. at every possible step that mm. you make, mm. you might still not be as totally amazingly awesome as you think you are. So, if you want to be even more totally amazingly mm. awesome, mm. give this a shot.
0: Yes. So, for instance... Using
1: the ego to <laughs> diminish the ego.
0: Well, yes. Yeah. So, for instance, there's a couple I'm working with at the moment who um, he's just found out that after 10 years of marriage, she's not really into him sexually. And that partly was because of something pretty awful that he did at the beginning, which was sort of a, bit of a result of something pretty awful she did. Anyway, but the thing is, is now they're f- coming to me and I'm making them be honest, and she has actually shared this with him, right? And he is just so stuck in his ego because he's so stuck in, so all those years that I have been feeling passionate and making passionate love to you, you haven't been there, right? And she's desperately trying to explain to him why she hasn't been and what she might need, which she's only getting clearer. About herself now through talking to me and he cannot get past the fact that he was the perfect guy he did everything for her and he loved her and he's treated her well and and he can't hear (laughs) he can't get past that
1: yeah and and i guess the answer to that is you did everything except listen
0: Mm, yes and part of that was that she didn't know what she needed either
1: Right. And she has to acknowledge and she seems to be acknowledging that there wasn't anything for him to hear.
0: Yes. So she just kind of blocked herself off and did the thing that so many women did and just put up with it. In fact, you know, she, she was sharing that, you know, she spent most of the last 10 years calculating in her mind when they last had sex and when they should next have sex to keep him happy because if they didn't have sex, he'd get really angry, right? And he's just, of course, finding this very difficult to hear, but he hasn't yet been able to make the shift from, you know, I did everything right to, oh, well, maybe maybe there's more for me to learn here.
1: <laughs> did, have, you, have you gone to the point where you've dealt with the betrayal issue?
0: Um, well, they need to learn to be able to listen.
1: But he would be feeling betrayed. He would be feeling that he was, well, do you see what I mean? I'm, I'm mm. doing, I'm doing, I'm putting myself in a male perspective here. What, you, Xavier? Me of all people. Really? Yes. Being a man? Being a man, yes, I, <laughs> Actually, I'm going to go out there and say that from his point of view, he probably feels be- yes. betrayed because she wasn't honest with him.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. But part of the problem is is a terrible betrayal he enacted 10 years earlier.
1: Which you admit was partly the uh, betrayal that she enacted yes. earlier. Yes, but he
0: doesn't want to go there because he says that's so far away and I've been so wonderful to you over the last 10 years. I must have made up for it.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: This is what I deal with day in, day out.
1: the the, the economy (laughs) of emotion. Mm. uh, I've I've spent this much emotion on you. Mm. I need some of that back. I need a return on my investment.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Anyway, I have hope for them. I have hope. So by some chance they're actually listening and know I'm talking about them. I do have hope for you, otherwise I wouldn't be sharing it. Um, but let's look at another uh, couple who I'm working with at the moment too, where a lot of lot of nastiness and not being able to you know appreciate difference and the guy had become kind of like the opposite. he had become so lacking in confident confidence and so weak that he was not able to even hear her because he heard everything she said as a criticism. yeah, and oh she's always horrible to me, and she's always criticising me and then responding. With nastiness.
1: Which was also ego based, isn't
0: yeah, it? Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. But to his credit, I actually said to him, I need to do some work with you one on one. And we've been doing some work one on one, and he's actually addressing his issues. And he actually said to me just today, actually, he goes, So you've been like doing private sessions with me, is that because I'm the one that needs the fixing? <laughs> I said, Oh no, not necessarily, but I wanna honour you for, you know, doing the one on one stuff. And acknowledging that you need to change to be the kind of man that your wife needs you to be (laughs) so that she can be the kind of woman that you need her to be.
1: So that you're in an upward spiral of support.
0: Yes. And
1: and self-realisation. Yes. Rather than in a downward spiral of self-unrealisation or whatever the opposite of self-realisation is, I don't really know.
0: Yes, yes. And as I've explained Well, to both those couples because there are a couple of couples that I'm working with at the moment because they've both been to previous counsellors who generally just make them kind of whinge about each other and then at the end of the hour say thank you very much, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, look, I'm probably being horrible to counsellors and I should take that back to... But that seems to be what a lot do. And what I said to them is, no, we're not actually going to address what you think the issues are until we actually look at the dynamic between you, right? And it's the dynamic that's the problem. And the dynamic is the way it is because of who each of you are being. At
1: right. least this lends itself to a conversation mm. because so much of what goes on in people's heads is that they're, uh, the story that's going on in their heads mm. and you can change a story by changing the conversation about the story. Yes. And we'll indulge in more of this conversation because this is the marvel of the radio medium <laughs>
0: after the break. We will indeed. So stay tuned, listeners. We'll be back.
1: And welcome back to the Tantric Lounge. Um, mm-hmm. Jacqueline Hellyer, the sing, the thinking person's sex coach. <laughs> yes, you that's often, me. That's you. You often say that um, in order for men to be really men, mm. they need to let in the feminine. Yes. You cannot fully realise yourself as a man unless you embrace your feminine quality, your yin. That's true. But sometimes mm. that can, um, men have a problem with that because mm. it can go too far, in mm. which case you end up being the sensitive New Age wimp. Yes. The snore.
0: Yes. Yes, as opposed to the arrogant wanker <laughs> Yes, exactly. who's too yang.
1: <laughs> who's too yang. So both extremes don't mm. necessarily produce a particularly um, great male or, for that matter, a particularly happy male.
0: Well, no. No, because they're not whole. And those kind of men will often be seeking something outside themselves to make them feel more whole.
1: And and being a particularly overly yin father, that doesn't particularly bode well. No,
0: for, no. Um, let me um, male children. Yeah, a really interesting um, client I have at the moment. Lovely young man, twenty eight years old, who's actually just come back from fighting in Afghanistan and had some pretty horrific experiences over there. Um, and and, in fact, is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, which is not what he's seeing me for
1: he's seeing a specialist for that. But mm, um not that this in any way will identify him.
0: I think there's an awful lot of Afghanistan vets who have uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. It's not a very nice war.
1: And and we don't necessarily need to go that extreme as well. There are a lot of men out there who have extremely stressful jobs in their own sense. Mm. That can cause them trauma. There are a lot of men who are being traumatised in their workplaces all the time. Oh, God, people are being traumatised all over the place. Anyway, that's actually not what I wanted to focus on.
0: So... So, he's really interesting because his father, to come back to your topic, um, his father was a very weak man, very, very weak man. So, he grew up saying, well, I'm not going to be
1: like him. What did the weakness look like?
0: Oh, just just pathetic and not achieving. Like a healthy yang in a man is about direction and achieving and action and doing things and providing and all that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah? Um, similar the yang in a woman too but we're focusing on men here so when the when the man when the father is weak and doesn't really provide or you know doesn't look after himself you know this this man's father was very overweight and unhealthy with poor self-image let his wife dominate him wasn't really there for his children didn't do much career-wise you know but didn't focus his you know yang energy into hobbies or sport
1: or anything else like that was just kind of Kind of a blob. And the son then decided to be different and overcompensated.
0: Yeah. So he joined the military and joined the special forces and, you know, all of this and was a real man's man, (laughs) yeah, until he went to war. And interestingly, he came to see me because he's realised that he needs to you know, balance his yin and his yang and find that in his through his sexuality and the whole idea of finding spirituality in your sexuality, he said he found spirituality by fighting in a war, right? Before he went to war, he had no concept of spirituality. And through that
1: So he found spirituality through the warrior aspect? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, and he was able to, because when when your best mate dies in your arms and then you have to pick up the bits because he stood on a landmine (laughs) and ship them back to Australia, okay, you know, either you close off completely or go psychotic or you actually have to start opening, right? And often people can find the the spiritual, they can find the light through the dark, Mm. which is kind of what Tantra is about as well. Like you find it through the
1: everyday, it's not, this is good and that's bad. We often don't honour the warrior enough in our culture.
0: No, and it's a really important part. And, and the warrior code, in fact, is so important, I think, for men and women. And the warrior code is very much about meeting as equals, right? So to be able to feel that balance within yourself and then to be able to meet your partner, <laughs> whether it's in combat or in lovemaking, because actually it's not that different if you do it with honour it's about two people coming together, wanting to engage and being able to work with that, work with their energies to create a particular experience.
1: I think that we're still traumatised as a culture by political war. Mm. Vietnam and mm. then the yeah. Gulf Wars and all of that sort yeah. of stuff, was seen more as political wars rather than wars of honour. Mm.
0: And Could
1: that, be. and, and, but then again, we don't, and so the warrior has had a bad rap mm. Dealing with that, though, in a spiritual way seems to be the healthiest of all the options. It's certainly a lot better than closing off and shutting down or completely going crazy. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And when you look at the great warriors of the past, the great warrior cultures, whether it's the samurai or the North American Indians and so forth, they all had a very, very spiritual leaning, right? And and even a lot of medieval knights and stuff of the West, you know, they were very cultured people, like they... It wasn't just about bloodlust and fighting. They were very educated and they you know, were trained in poetry and speaking languages.
1: The Japanese warriors who would cut off a, an enemy's head without the slightest hesitation would also arrange flowers, yes. write poetry, and mm. even come up with recipes for incense. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And interestingly, a lot of the warrior um, classes as well, and the samurai are a good example of this, is that the women were also trained to fight. <laughs> Yeah, they had different um, in in Japan. They had the naginata, and what that is, it's it's got a blade on the end of a very long stick, and that was so that the women could defend the household. So that's why they had the really long stick with a with the sword at the mm-hmm. end of it, mm-hmm. so they could do it from a distance. Really interesting watching women, you know, do naginata. So you would practice. advise
1: that that men seeking the tantric path, mm. it isn't all hippie herbal. Oh, good God, no! It isn't all. Mung beans and flower children, and that the men will also need to honour their inner warrior.
0: Well, yes. In fact, that's part of the problem with a lot of men who do think that they have to be spiritual. They've got to be overly yin, and and you know, all sort of wussy and only eating mung beans. Look, I'm sure there's some people for whom eating mung beans is a really valid way of life. Don't get me wrong. Just like I say, you know, there's people where it's valid for them to go and join a monastery, and you know. Or you know, and cave there are in the people Himalayas. where it's
1: valid to go to war and join the army and eat steak and, and blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and different, you know, different stages of life as well. You know, like a lot of young men have got a lot of testosterone and a lot of you know that's why it's generally the younger men who become the fighters. Hmm. Doesn't have to be right, but so yeah. So this particular young man, you know, he said to me, he said, "I can't imagine sex without spirituality."
1: It took a war. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and a landmine. Mm. But he got there, or he's at least getting on that path. Yeah. And but the men listening to this and the women too You don't need to go that far. Yes. No, you it? don't. You don't have to go no. to that extreme before you can recognise yeah. the possibility of mm. realization <clears> of, of better sex through spirituality.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: And there's always the danger of being going too far in one direction or another.
0: There always is that.
1: Which brings us to a a question. Oh, okay. Um, Tim, I used to crave physical intimacy with women. Then I realized I was too intense. Mm. I've been containing myself and now I can open to my partner and she comes to me. Mm. It's beautiful.
0: Yes. So clearly Tim's been doing some tantric practice, right? And one of the elements of the tantric practice is what a man does with his desire, right? Because the sexual desire, particularly in men, is a very powerful Force and it can become quite overwhelming for guys. And you know, they really like got to have my woman. You know, I've got to got to have sex, <laughs> right? So it's really important that the man learns to bring that energy back into himself, right, and use it powerfully rather than sort of having it sort of just wanting to come out through his penis. You bring that energy into yourself, and then you open up to your woman, and you can actually use that energy to help you stand firm, stand strong, and then it's a, this beautiful, inviting energy which a woman will respond to. If there's any sort of, if there's too much pushing and intensity, particularly if she's not ready for it, it's a double whammy, and she'll reject it. But if you can be the kind of man who can be balanced in his yin and his yang, who can open to his partner, who can help her be receptive to his advances, right, and then she'll come to him.
1: This is also also born in biology as well. If you think about the egg-meat-sperm scenario, mm-hmm. the egg has to be there in a receptive state. I am mm. ready for you. Before I'm ready for you, ain't nothing going to happen. Yes, that's true. Uh, whereas the sperm, mm. whether it's an X chromosome sperm mm. or a Y chromosome sperm, mm. has to fight its way through. Mm. So both men and women on the sperm side of things <laughs> yeah. are having to fight mm. And compete mm-hmm. to be the one little cell that fertilizes the ever waiting. <laughs> Another one of your amazing analogies. But if you uh, if you extend that biological mm-hmm. analogy to mm. the in, the psychological, emotional, spiritual, and energetic inter- mm. interactions between people, mm. it does make sense that you need a balance of forces here.
0: Yes, you do you do. And look I, and I'll also say for those men who have lower sex drives than their women, which is a significant proportion of the population, at least at some time of their 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 lives, it's it's similar. Like rather than feeling all sort of weak and mm, nothing there, if you can use you know find ways to fill yourself up and feel stronger. So <coughs> rather than rejecting your wife's advances or your partner's advances or you know feeling really bad because you're not interested or you know she's whinging on whatever it happens to be.
1: Because if a woman comes on to a yin, it's also aggressive, the hungry Mm. more, Mm. the black hole that can't be fixed, filled. Yes. Not a good dynamic. Not a good dynamic, which is why often men seek um, at least to try this out with other women before they try it out with their main woman or whatever. Um, The reason Mm -hmm. I'm making this point is because Jack has asked, I went to a tantrika once now. Mm-hmm. To be clear, a tantrika is a... Well, it's a woman who
0: does um, um, touch-based tantric practices with their clients. Okay. I don't do that. I I do talking, talking and teaching, but there are women who are happy to, you know, potentially, not always, some of them will get naked, some might even actually have sexual intercourse, but it's more
1: about... Sitting together and, and doing the energetic work. And in, in this case, I went to a tantrika once and had a beautiful experience of love as she held me. Mm. I'm not very confident. And I don't know how I could experience this with a regular woman mm. advice.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting case there. And I've come across clients like that who they're generally not very confident sexually. And so they go to see someone like a tantrika or a tantric um, you know, intimate. And what happens is, within that space, they are able to feel the love, and it's really beautiful. But the thing is, the woman's still running the show in that situation, and it's great because it can open up a man to to love and beauty and all that sort of and stuff, and also
1: to yielding
0: and to yielding, which is important. I mean, because it's part of the yin, right? <clears throat> so, now, having had that experience and knowing what it's like, he then needs to learn how he can you know, sort of embody that, plus do the other work that's required to increase his confidence and hold that experience within him so that when he is relating to another woman, he can take on board some of that and match his partner's yin and yielding and love and so forth with his holding the space to some extent.
1: So how does he experience this with a regular woman?
0: Well, he has to get one initially. I mean, and and that is the the trouble with men in this situation is, you know, they might be able to sort of feel it in the confines of a particular situation where the woman knows what she's doing. Mm. But if he's the one who's supposed to be kind of in charge to an extent, then he kind of goes to pieces. So some of the advice I would give men in that situation is, look, it doesn't have to be that one person's in charge and the other one's not. Like with most sexual encounters, it needs to be fairly even. OK, um, and no one has to be perfect, right? You meet a girl, you like her, you start kissing, you might end up being sexual together. You know that you can do it because you've had that experience. right? And take it slowly. Just take it slowly. And if at any point you feel that, you know, this isn't working, start
1: talking to her. And if you do take baby steps and eventually mm. must, you only need to muster enough Confidence to actually ask. Yes. Yes. Just hold me. Yes. I just want you right now to hold me. Yes. It's not that difficult, at least in theory.
0: Yeah. Well, let me hold you. I want to hold let you. Let me. I want to hold you. Yeah. But again, it's a, often that lack of confidence. It's, it's the ego getting in the way because you need to get it right. And if you can let go of getting it right, then you can't make a mistake.
1: <laughs> Susan. Mm. Say is just wants to comment. Oh, if only all men were like this. <laughs> where oh where can I meet one? <laughs> Maybe we should introduce uh, Susan to Jack. <laughs> Send us your contact details, people, yes. and then
0: we'll, <laughs> yeah, but, we'll introduce. We'll, one's we'll take in no responsibility. Scotland and the other ones in New Zealand. <laughs> well, no, so,
1: well, if he's shy, he's yeah. going to be able to take it really slowly. <laughs> Maybe a bit too slowly for Susan. Well, it depends on Susan. Mm. Surprise, surprise, a lot of relationships start off that way. Yeah, Very successful ones too.
0: I think we kind of covered that earlier in the program, didn't we? That, you know, a woman, oh, did we not? Maybe it was another program. So a woman needs to be able to assess whether a guy is already there or can get there. And if she feels that she needs to be the one to guide him in this direction, then you need to be willing to do it.
1: There is hope though because the Principles of energetics would Mm. dictate that the moment that you become a particular sort of person, a particular sort of other person will Mm. come into your life and the people that previously suited you will quietly leave, hopefully.
0: Yeah, sometimes not that (laughs) quietly, sometimes sometimes kicking and screaming.
1: screaming. Either way, Mm. the big risk of change is Mm. that everything else in your life will change as well. You have to be willing to say, okay, I'm going to go down the tantric path because I want my life to improve, Mm. but you can't really have your cake and eat it. (laughs) If you're not happy with your life, Mm. you need to change. Mm. But if you start changing, don't start complaining that your life is changing too because you have. Yes, and particularly,
0: this is interesting. Often I see couples coming to, come to see me, and one of them will say, I want the other one to change. Right. And I'm always, there's a little me going, careful yeah. what you wish for. Because sure enough, the partner does change, but often not in the way that the original one wanted them to change.
1: Because the partner will change according to their own agenda. Yes. Spiritual or otherwise. Yes,
0: and they may actually require the first partner. To change as well, to be able to be the person that the partner wants them to be. Oh, people are so amusing.
1: <laughs> Endlessly amusing.
0: Endlessly interesting and fascinating. Mm.
1: Given the um, limitations that people have on themselves, I guess then the best advice for this generally is baby steps. Yes. Don't be. Will- don't don't think that you have to change it all at once. No,
0: no. And I often have to laugh when clients say to me, "How long will this take?" <laughs>
1: like, I don't know. Don't have a crystal ball. How long is a piece of string? Yes. How, how dedicated much am I, how, are you? How many hours am I going to have to spend? How much money am I going to spend?
0: Ah. Yes, that's not what it comes down to.
1: We'll. We can. We can let our listeners contemplate these and other thorny issues during the break.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll speak again soon. <laughs>
1: Jacqueline, Jacqueline, Jacqueline. What Xavier, is, Xavier, Xavier. What is that interesting object that you have in your palm? Yes. Your hand?
0: Yes. Well, this is our objet du semaine, which, for those who don't speak French, means object of the week. One of
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was my drum roll. That
0: was quite good, actually. <laughs> we must do that again. Ooh, so, what this is is one of Lalo's beautiful products, and given that today's topic is men, it is an objet for men. It's called the TOR2.
1: That's T-O-R-2. Two, two yes. Which is interesting because TOR means tower, I think, in the Scandinavian languages, but i have to look that up.
0: Well, you put it on your tower, and don't you, do you? Oh, okay.
1: So it, it is basically a vibrating cock ring.
0: It is a vibrating cock ring, yes. So, um, and it's very stretchy. So what you do is you stretch it all the way out and you put it over your penis and your scrotum. Okay, and then it's got a vibrating part at the top. So if you have the vibration um, facing upwards, that will be for her pleasure when you're having intercourse. And if you have the vibrating bit facing downwards, that'll actually be stimulating your perineum as you're making love, whether that's solo or partnered. And stimulating the perineum in that way can be rather pleasurable.
1: For those who don't know where the perineum is, it is.
0: It is that area of skin between the scrotum and the anus. Yes, and if pressing in there, just behind there is the man's prostate gland.
1: I did have a play with this device before in a very appropriate way, um, and I just
0: <laughs> call that appropriate. Well, no, no, I he just did put- it on his nose. I did, on,
1: well, I, did it on his nose. Well, I had to put it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so. No, you didn't. so um, anyway, it was. I was amazed at how adjustable it is. It's got like about twenty different settings, mm. so yes. you can vary the speed quite a lot. It's very subtle. And did your nose enjoy the experience? My nose, father, was rather, it was, it was very funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> it was rather hilarious. Yes, one should be playful with this sex thing.
0: One should be very playful indeed, and you can play with the lovely Lalo products, which is
1: well. the, and just to cap off the mm. tour. Two is fully waterproof. Ah, yes. So you can actually have fun in immersion (laughs) of liquids. (laughs) (laughs) And it only takes two hours to recharge and gives you an hour and a half. An hour and a half. An hour and a half for two hours. If recharged, that's pretty good. It's got a really good battery in there. Oh, okay.
0: So I'm, I'm just thinking the, about having constant geek, vibration for an hour and a half. Well, it can be very subtle because you can. Turn You're thinking down techno to a, geek. I'm thinking sex geek. Well,
1: I'm, as a techno geek, how could geek,
0: someone survive an hour and a half? Of that
1: well, as a techno geek, I'm very impressed that a two-hour charge will lead you to one and a half hours of having the thing turned on, of right. being turned on. I
0: suppose you don't have to have it turned on for one
1: session constantly. No, but no. the point is, you can if you want. If to. you want to. Right. So, where were we? We were, where were we? Given that sex mm. toys or pleasure objects are just one thing that men can do to make their sex lives better, mm. in general, yes. what's happening between their ears is, is just as important as what's happening between their legs. Yes, what's happening everywhere and in their what entire body and spirit. So, what can we do generally mm. as a society yes. to help men? Mm. Become better men in a tantric sense. Yes. Which means basically happier men. Yes. at a personal level.
0: Yeah, happier. Oh, look, absolutely. I mean, one, is, one of the things is to just get rid of this these stupid myths that we have about men, you know, that men aren't allowed to cry or that men aren't emotional and all this sort of stuff, which really does not help a man get more in touch with himself. And it can actually make a man more dependent on his partner for his emotional support and to be expressive with, which is actually a pretty big ask for a woman. And then often she feels more like a mother,
1: than a lover. I have spoken to quite a few women about this Mm. and they have said that propping up a man emotionally Mm. is incredibly hard work. Yes. Because she has to do the feeling for both of them. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's an interesting way of putting it. Which I think must be an incredible burden.
0: Mm. And men need to realise that they need other men, right? I don't know whether this is the same in other parts of the world or how similar it is, but certainly in Australia, there's this real thing that, you know, men don't share with other men. I was actually talking to my father about this the other day and he was saying that he tends to be, and he's in his seventies now, and he says he's the one that tends to call his male friends for a good chat because it makes him feel better and he likes to do things with them. But most of them wouldn't go out of their way to call him particularly. And time after time, I see men in my clinic who. Like they say, oh, you know, I don't really have close male friends or I've lost touch with my friends and, you know, I feel I should stay home and they lose their masculinity. Men need men.
1: And men aren't really very good necessarily at asking for other, ma- other male company.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We've got to get men opening up to other men in a manly way. One of the, There's a really lovely thing that's been happening in Australia is the concept of the men's shed. It's been um, opening up all around Australia and it's a place where men can go and do kind of manly things like, you know, potter and use tools and stuff. But also... work. Yeah, a lot of it's that sort go. of stuff. But, you know, a good friend of mine has said that... Um, he's always been in a motorcycle group right and they get together once a fortnight bring their motorbikes and they tinker on their motorbikes together right but at the same time they're sharing about life and love and in a way that men tend to share like men tend not to share like women share where we you know sit down over a cup of tea and we
1: talk really intensely you know, men usually need a project or an external object mm, to bond over yes which is why i guess war is so popular
0: Oh God. Yes, but fishing or sailing. Fishing is a much safer way of uh,
1: motorbike tinkering. Well, it's because men can't hunt mammoths anymore. Mm. So men need a big project.
0: Yeah. And then that's how men tend to talk and, and share. So women, let your men do that sort of thing and really encourage your man to do that sort of thing because they need it. And the men need to relate to their to their children as well, and particularly in their sons, with their sons.
1: Yes, let's talk about sons and mm. boys in general. Mm. What can we do as, because it takes a village to create an idiot, but it also <laughs> takes a village to create a child. Yes. And we're talking about men, so let's talk about boy children. Mm. What can we do, mm. the mothers, fathers, uncles, aunts, brothers, sisters of the world, mm. to help the boys in general become Happier men.
0: Yes. We'll encourage both the yin and their yang and to have balance. So you need to t- to teach your boys to be in touch with their emotions because so many men can't even express what they're feeling because they don't have the language for it.
1: Yep. And the earlier you start, the yes. better. Because what will happen is that you'll grow, as you grow into a man and you start getting mm. the sexual feelings... Mm and all those hormones, et cetera, et cetera, Mm. and you want to start seeking Mm. sexual expression, if you've had the practice of being in touch with your feelings, Mm -hmm. you're going to be better off being able to find better partners.
0: Yes, and to be able to communicate better and express better with that partner, and that that will lead to better quality lovemaking.
1: Because men, women bitch about not finding good men, but men Mm. often bitch about not being able to find good good women. Mm. And I think, of course, since we're talking about if it starts off with you, if you're mm. the one that creates the space in which people come in the first place anyway, mm. the more practice you have as a boy mm. in expressing who you are mm. and what you want and what, how you're feeling, mm. the more likely you are to attract mm. partners that will enhance you rather than diminish you.
0: Yes, absolutely. And we also need to allow our boys to develop their yang side as well. Right? Um? So it's got to be in balance. I remember when my eldest was little, when he was about four or five years old, his best friend um, had a mother, a single mother, who was very um, hippie, herbal and very anti-violence. So she wouldn't let her son have a gun or any kind of a toy gun, obviously, or anything that seemed violent, right? And so this little boy, I remember every time he came over, my son actually wasn't particularly interested in guns. He mm. just wasn't that kind of a kid. But he had them if he wanted them, right? But every time his little mate came over, all he wanted to do was play with his guns because he wasn't allowed to at home. And he wasn't allowed to do anything that was in any way considered violent. And as most little boys actually like playing shooting games and killing and you know, for time immemorial they have played, you know, Cowboys and Indians and Cops and Robbers. Hence and the
1: enduring popularity of paintball.
0: Well yes. It's fun and it's something that, you know, not all boys like that. As I said, my eldest didn't particularly
1: And your youngest at the moment is going through a phase where he just loves playing computer games where he and gets to splatter blood and all destroy. he's been
0: into. He's quite different to his older brother. They're very it's quite interesting for me to see how, you know, two brothers can be so different in their personality. The eldest one's much more soft and artistic and they're both very physical. They both love sport, but they're quite different in the way they approach the world.
1: Even so, let boys be boys. Yes. I think it's also tragic Mm. that um, there are so few role models for boys at a young age. Mm. The vast majority of primary school teachers are women.
0: Yes, they are.
1: Which I think is to the detriment of boys.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, they're wonderful teachers, don't get me wrong. I'm not having a criticism of the female teachers. But it's so important that that boys have positive male role models. You know, ideally that would be their father um, or uncles or grandfathers, people in their lives, older brothers. But certainly, you know, sporting coaches, um, people like that are pretty essential as well.
1: Getting back to sex. Mm. Well, we never really leave it.
0: No, we don't.
1: Once we've got these, we've got to deal with what we have. Mm. So for mm. all the men out there, mm-hmm. what's what's a nice little way that they can start?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, here's here's a nice exercise, I think, for men. <clears throat> because for so many men, and going back to what I was talking about earlier in the program, it's what do you do with that that energy, that sexual energy, that sexual desire? So... <laughs> What I'd like you to do is practice this exercise. Now, if you have a partner, you can do this directly to her, um, but you don't have to. It's just a beautiful thing to do on your own, okay? So sitting quietly, you can close your eyes or just have them heavily lidded and get into some of that rhythmic belly breathing that I've talked about so often before. Go back to my very first program, if you've never heard this, and bringing the breath deep into the body. And then just allowing it to flow out again. And this will get you into a nice, calm, slightly meditative state. Okay. And then I want you to bring your awareness down into your pelvis, down into the lower chakra areas, down into the genital region. And be aware that that's a very powerful energetic center. You might be aroused. You can actually do this While you're stimulating yourself, you can do it while you're making love to your partner as well. You can have her sit upon you in yab-yum, for instance, and with your penis inside her and do this exercise. And be aware of that energy. And then allow that energy, draw the energy up through your body, up through your body, up into your chest. And feel your chest filling up with a beautiful energy. It's going to be combining with your love energy here. Okay, and just taking the time, just being with the sexual energy, allowing it to flow up through your middle. You might feel it going up your spine or you might feel it just flowing up through the whole of your body. It might fly upwards or it might spiral around up. Just getting really present with how you can feel the energy flowing upwards in your body and feel it accumulating in your chest Now, if you feel nothing, you can just visualize this, okay? You can just visualize it. And then I want you to have a sense of your heart opening, okay? So in your chest, there's the heart chakra or the heart center, which is where the love's focused. We have the heart brain there as well, which is a big neural cluster around the heart, which focuses on on values and relating. So just have this vision, this sense of it opening outwards, And you can project that love out into the world. Now, if you have a partner, you can project it directly to her if she's sitting with you, or you can visualize it going to her if she's elsewhere. Or you can just have this sense of just opening your heart and being more loving and being comfortable with opening and exposing that yin, right? For a lot of men, this can feel quite vulnerable, but you've got that strong sense of yourself, okay? You're using that strong sexual energy to hold you strong, okay? And when you have a sense in the out-breath, you can push the energy out. You might even feel it drawing back in with the in-breath. So you're pushing it out. You're drawing it up from your pelvis and allowing it to flow out, drawing it back in and then out. So it's kind of almost like pulsing and flowing. Now, I'd also like you to try projecting it backwards as well. That can feel harder. So in the same way, your your heart's opening and the love is projecting backwards, okay? That heart energy is projecting backwards, yeah? So breathe it out, project it backwards, pull it back in and then on the next breath, project it outwards, bring it back in, out the back and forwards. And just be like that for a number of breaths, then bringing the energy back into your heart and then letting it sink down again. Okay, so that's a really lovely exercise for to getting you in touch and, and joining your sexual and your heart centres. Hmm.
1: What's on for next time, or should we just let? Uh, or should we just surprise people?
0: I think we might surprise people for the next one. I'm going to be doing the recording this weekend, so I may even have the um, program available by then if I can get all the techno stuff happening. Um, But I'm sure there'll be more inspiration from that experience for me to share with people next week. Okay, excellent. So in the meantime, I invite all of the men to go out and be beautiful men, be the kind of man that can bring out the best in a woman.
1: Feel your way through. Yes, till next week. Farewell. The, and feel free to visit the tantriclounge.com at any time. And Lelo, dot com at any time. Yes. Lelo, any time.
0: yes. See we'll you join next you time. next week down on the Tantric Lounge.